Hello, mamas, and welcome to episode three in our pregnancy loss podcast series. Today, we're talking all about conception and pregnancy after loss. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physio Laura. Hello, mamas, and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. We are up to episode three in our Pregnancy Loss podcast series. So if you missed the first two, definitely go back and listen to them. We talk about navigating grief and validating all of your emotions after loss. We also talk about acknowledging that loss is trauma. So I definitely recommend you go and listen to those as a foundation to what we talk about today. But today we are talking about trying to conceive and navigating pregnancy after loss. Like we know this is a huge topic for many women. I've been through my own experience of this before as well, but I speak today with Shana Southern, who's our pregnancy loss practitioner and trauma-informed coach. You can connect with her on Instagram at instituteofhealing underscore PL. She's our guest expert in this series. And she talks today about the importance of processing your loss, because if you've suppressed it or bypassed it, often it will come up when you're trying to conceive again or when you fall pregnant again. And that can be really challenging. So the importance of trying to process your loss before you try to conceive again can be really important. She talks about all the feelings that might come up for women who are navigating pregnancy again and all the different triggers and reactivity that they may experience. She talks about fear and anxiety and different tools that she personally leaned on, but that she also professionally teaches to help women navigate this journey of pregnancy because it can be really, really overwhelming and it can be really, really scary and it can be so full of fear. But there's help out there and that's the main thing. So please note there's a whole heap of resources in the show notes as well. If you want to go and check them out, if you feel like you need further support or information or education, please go check out the show notes. So we also hear in today's episode from my beautiful community of women who shared their own stories. We hear about their personal journeys of pregnancy after loss and how they navigated that and if they had any advice for other mamas who are looking at navigating pregnancy after loss. And I think sharing stories is so powerful. I really feel so honored that these women were willing to share on the podcast. And so, yeah, I think this is such a beautiful way for us to open up a really silent topic, to open up a really sensitive topic. And I'm trying to share it in the most beautiful and best way that I know how. But as always, I would love to hear your feedback at Physio Laura. Let me know if you have any feedback on this podcast series. Otherwise, without further ado, let's jump into chatting about conceiving and navigating pregnancy after loss. Enjoy. I want to talk now next step for many people, I imagine, which is trying to conceive or thinking about conceiving after a loss, because I imagine that this is when a lot of these emotions are brought up if they haven't been dealt with, when women start to go, okay, I'm ready to try again for a baby. So can you talk about how women often navigate this, the things that might come up for women when they are trying to conceive. Yeah, and like you mentioned, when a lot of women would go to trying to conceive without acknowledging their prior experience, if it and like you, you were lucky to get someone the way that you were able like, to show up for you the way that they did for you, so that you were able to have that, I guess, sense of closing that, completing that stress response in your body. There's someone there on the outside of you to say that you're safe. Whereas a lot of people, yeah, they don't 
they can't, they don't have that from the beginning. And then they feel like they have to navigate it alone. And then they go into the trying to conceive process without acknowledging their prior prior loss. And with that comes a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of fear as well, because obviously you do have a lot of, I'll, what if it happens again? What if my body fails me again? And it's, I see it a lot. I have a lot of women reaching out to me, telling me that they're crippled with anxiety. Even for myself, like I was, I was so scared the whole pregnancy after loss, but I had the tools in my tool belt to never help myself navigate it. And if women don't have that, then it's this like snowball effect, like that one day the fear and anxiety kicks in, but because they don't have the tools to necessarily support themselves to get out of that, the next day and the next day just keeps snowballing and keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then, and then when they reach out to me, they feel like they're being crushed with these big feelings. And it stops them because, then, and then they feel guilty because they can't connect with their pregnancy. They want to be able to connect with their baby, but they can't. And then it leads to other problems too, like when they're actually, when they have their baby Earthside and they've still got all of this underlying, these emotions that they haven't been able to deal with that are then projected into parenting after loss. And for any of the women that come to, have come to me, I do try and support them through feeling the emotions first before they do try to conceive again. Because obviously if they're in that mindset of wanting to try again, but if they were to lose that following pregnancy, they wouldn't be able to survive. Then they're not necessarily in the right mindset to be able to put themselves back into that experience. So really trying to build them up and empower them so that they're in the mindset of, okay, I feel like if it was, if whatever was, was to happen, I, it'll be crap. Like it'll be horrible, obviously, if it, it did end up in another loss, but I will be okay. Like you want to get into that place where they can surrender the outcome because obviously we can't control the outcome, mm -hmm. which essentially is what anxiety and fear is trying to do. It's trying to control everything. And anxiety and fear are uh, projections. So fear is a projection of the past, of obviously your past experience, what happened. And like I said before, it's trying to come and keep you safe because you did have your heart broken the first time and it doesn't want that to happen to you again. Mm. But anxiety is also living in the future and building this image of how it could look. But we can't be there either because we can't predict the future. We can't live in the future. We have so and it deprives you of being able to live in the present moment and really just being able to be aware of what's happening for you in that moment. Mm. And I I was like a crazy person so much through my pregnancy of talking to myself and I actually personified fear so it was like this thing in front of me so I could talk to it and I could say okay so what now like why are you coming to me now what is it that you're trying to show me or tell me and then more often than not it was just that I had been triggered something there was a thought that came into my head that ended up, I was like, oh, there's a cramp and then a thought and then I was like, oh no, what's this? And, mm -hmm. and I'd have to catch myself like mid-spiral 
Mm. But it's definitely being able to have that capacity to to catch yourself in those moments and really support yourself out of them. And mm. like I said, I probably look like a crazy person talking to myself, but a lot of the time it worked and I needed for me, that worked for me. I needed to physically voice what was happening. And it's scary. There's so much that happens in that whole trying to conceive process, especially when it doesn't go to plan. We can f- have the sense of unworthiness again come up because you're just like, well, my body's failing me again. I'm unworthy again. I'm not pregnant again. And it can be very triggering. But the one thing to know is those emotions that are being activated are activated for you to see them. They want you again to see them, to acknowledge them, and just to let them wash through you. And again, like if you can do that, it just will, it takes the intensity out of them and allows you to be able to move on with what you're doing that day, your week, without being consumed by these big feelings that could have the potential of really compounding and having this big snowball effect. Did you feel like you got to any point in your pregnancy where these fears and this trauma resolved or that got maybe drastically better if it didn't completely go away? Was there a tipping point or do you feel like to some extent you carried your experience of loss through the entire pregnancy? I... To be honest, I think I carried it through the whole way. There was a point where I was like, actually multiple points through the pregnancy. I was like, oh, I'll get to seven weeks. I'll be okay. Yeah. Get to the end of the first trimester and I'll be okay. I'll get to the third trimester and I'll be okay. Yeah. But my fear of not hearing the heartbeat in the first miscarriage was morphed into not hearing her cry when I gave birth. I cried. I think the whole week leading into my, into giving birth to her, I was so scared. But when I got there, nothing, there was no emotion, no belief that it was actually going to go wrong. I think I had let it all go the week prior, but I don't feel like I was able to completely let go of my loss through through the pregnancy but because I was able to acknowledge the emotions and the feelings that I was experiencing I was able to have some really beautiful bonding moments with my daughter like every night I would talk to her and bond with her so I feel like being able to move through my emotions was enabling me to be able to be really grateful Not that no one's ever not grateful, but I was able to have those moments without the fear, without the anxiety, without anything overshadowing those moments. I was just in pure joy that I had a lot of those moments through the pregnancy of that bliss and joy and really being able to be present with her. But there was a lot of moments where I was terrified and would take myself up to the hospital to make sure that everything was okay. I think there was a point where I started to relax a little bit more, but which could have been about halfway through. But I can't say that the fear or anything like that had completely left me, especially like 
crying nearly the whole week before. Yeah, what a beautiful release though. And I feel like the main message I'm hearing is not it's not about the fact that it never left you and that's not something for women to be scared by. It's about the fact that you had all these beautiful tools and like things that you could do to feel into it, to move through it, to still connect with your baby despite the fear. I think that's the message coming out of that for me. I think that's really beautiful. That's such a beautiful way to acknowledge it. You're not trying to go, if I can't get rid of that completely, then I'm doomed. It's about how can I dance with it and how can we work together rather than it's an all or nothing approach. Hey ladies, I'm now going to cut to some beautiful messages from my community. For women who have navigated this tricky time period of having a pregnancy after loss, I know that this can bring up a lot of fear and anxiety for women. I know a lot of women also want to hear that women did go on to have other pregnancies, particularly if you're in the trying to conceive phase and you're worried that maybe that's not in your future. I really knew I wanted to put a voice to this. So I asked women to share their stories of how they navigated pregnancy after loss and the ups and downs of that and how it felt for them and all of the above. I'm really grateful to these women for really sharing their story, for being able to help all these other women who are listening to the podcast and also in the same situation. So enjoy these stories about pregnancy after loss. And thank you again for these women for sharing. I've since had two beautiful babies since our first loss. And yeah, it's really hard. It's, the first one in particular is really hard to enjoy every moment and not think, not think something's going to happen until she was my arms. I was scared that something was going to happen. So yeah, don't feel alone if that's how you're experiencing the pregnancy. It's, it's possibly not going to be the same as if you didn't experience. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I know that we've had two beautiful children since and just tr try to enjoy it as much as you can. Yes. I feel a little bit caught up in the am I going to lose this baby two phase? Is my body going to fail me again? Does this baby want to be with us? Or are they going to leave us again? And you get a little bit scared thinking every time you have discharge or anything like that, this is it. It's happening again. I don't really actually think until you have the baby in your arms that you get over that. Just try and trust that your body can do this, that it will do this again. There are so many services out there. Your GPs don't really know that much. Do I can show that? But places like Panda are an amazing organization. So if you do feeling like you need help navigating it, counselors are always there. To help. Unfortunately, the miscarriage rate is so high in Australia that it's pretty much guaranteed that you or your friends are going to be going through it at some point in time. So lean on your support network and the people that are around you. Ask questions. People are always happy to share that information and support you through that time. Yeah, it's, it's challenging and it is a very triggering time. So if you do feel when you do have that next pregnancy, that those emotions and feelings come up, it is normal. You're not alone. So I got pregnant quite soon after my um, miscarriage. So I'm currently pregnant now, 38 weeks. So this is my third pregnancy. And so it's definitely possible. So because I only experienced the one miscarriage, I wasn't really worried about it symbolizing that there was something wrong with me and my fertility. I wasn't worried about that at all. And that was because of the advice from health professionals as well that this doesn't, a miscarriage doesn't really mean anything often. One miscarriage doesn't mean anything for your fertility. I had a lot of trust in my body and my intuition really told me that this pregnancy was fine and that this baby was healthy 
and it was definitely a viable pregnancy. So I wasn't too nervous walking into that first dating scan because I just really felt in my gut that everything was fine and that it was all going to be okay. But I can imagine that being a really nerve wracking experience if you didn't have that kind of gut feeling that everything was going to be okay. But yeah, I guess just know the medic, know your medical history and know that miscarriages are common and that they do happen. And then it doesn't mean necessarily that you have issues for fertility and you can't go on to have a really healthy pregnancy and healthy baby. Yes, I have actually. After one of my previous pregnancies, I had a chemical pregnancy. Some people consider that a miscarriage, some not. I consider it myself a loss. And the current miscarriage I've just experienced recently would be my second miscarriage. Yes, a year later, we brought a beautiful boy home from the hospital. I found the pregnancy, I felt a bit disconnected. I wasn't able to fully enjoy or feel like it was real until that baby was in my arms, which is scary, but that was my protection mechanism. And my advice would be to enjoy it. Don't live worried. This little soul is meant to be with you. And when they do come, the love you have for them is beyond measure. So my loss was my second pregnancy and I'd already carried a successful pregnancy prior to losing second bub. So I knew that, I guess I was reassured that I knew that my body could carry a baby and carry a pregnancy or carry a baby to term. And so I felt that was really helpful for me and I found like it would have been really scary had that been my first experience. But I guess even with that experience, I noticed in my third pregnancy, I was just more on edge more anxious or worried, more kind of kind of almost at times hypervigilant or tuned into the baby and the baby was okay. And again, I think that's just a natural response or reaction when, when you have lost a baby, you're kind of really kind of cautious around, is the same thing going to happen again? I felt hesitant to tell people until that 12, that 12 week point, even though technically there's no safe point, but for me, it felt like I don't want to even in some ways acknowledge that I'm carrying this baby until I know that it's going to be almost like I wanted to block that happiness. So there was this push-pull at times in the pregnancy around particularly up until certain points where I just found myself being so happy that I've now got this rainbow baby and the hope that I had that I could carry that baby to term and yet on the other side being so scared and worried about what if that happens again. And so I guess, yeah, just acknowledging that's a normal aftermath that comes when you've lost a baby and it's okay to be a bit more on edge in the pregnancy and just yeah setting yourself up with support in that pregnancy is really key and when those feelings are coming up yeah to be okay with those as well understanding that comes from loss yes we so we had two miscarriages one during an IVF and then one from a naturally conceived pregnancy which we then conceived again the month later and have a beautiful two-year-old boy so yes it can happen and but it that pregnancy of my son was definitely anxiety provoking and especially the first trimester he I suppose we prepared ourselves for the worst knowing all too well what could happen and then hope for the best. We were very open with our obstetrician 
as he hadn't gone through the miscarriages with us previously. We'd been under someone else's care and he was very sensitive and good about it. He also allowed us that he said it's better to get in touch if we had any worries or fears and to let them stay. So having a healthcare professional that understands your history and is open to having you come in for more regular appointments or more scans if that is what's going to help you feel comfortable. I think that was one of the biggest supports through that pregnancy. Yeah, was our wonderful obstetrician. And I suppose I just had to manage. I had to know that the anxiety was there, that the fear was there, but that to trust in the process and to surrender ultimately again, that it was out of my control. So if something happened to this pregnancy, there was nothing I could do. But just had to go through the process again. And then I could go through it again. We've been through it. And as much as it's hard, we can get through it again. Hey, mamas. I really hope this episode has been validating and reassuring and helpful in anyone who's sitting there right now navigating this for themselves, who's experienced loss and is considering trying again or is maybe pregnant again and is really struggling. I really hope that today's episode gave you some reassurance that you're not alone and that everything you're feeling is completely valid and normal and that there's so many things that you can do to really help yourself navigate this, that this doesn't have to be something you experience on your own that just gets worse or doesn't get better throughout your entire pregnancy, that this can be something that you can, yeah, improve or seek help for. So I really hope it felt empowering for you to listen to that. If you want to connect with Shana, who was our guest expert on this interview, please go and find her at Institute of Healing underscore PL. And as always, I love to hear from you. Come on over to at PhysioLaura and let me know what you loved about this series or if you have any feedback or if you have any questions or any other topics you want me to bring to light on the podcast because that's how this series came about is because so many women were asking me, hey, Laura, can you do a podcast on pregnancy loss? And I was like, hell yeah, whatever you want, I will bring it to the table. I will find the people to talk about. So yeah, I really hope that you're loving this series. Make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast because we have a few more episodes coming up. Next week, we will be talking about relationships and support networks after loss. So wherever you are today, I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you soon.